Friend, thank you so very much for listening to this edition of the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. I am happy in the service of the King. Can I tell you this? God's work is the best work, and God's people are the best people. I was reminded of this just recently. I was at a church and had a great service and got to speak to the people. And actually, some folks from the church prayed with me at the altar about a special burden for a large amount of tracts going to a foreign country that we are praying about. And actually, I'll share that burden with you in short. God has laid on our heart to put 10 million gospel tracts in Pakistan. And I'd ask you, if you would, pray with us about that need. God knows the need. He knows the harvest of souls that is available in that predominantly Muslim country. Over 85% of the population proclaims Allah as their God. Friend, they need Jehovah God, the God of Scripture, the God of the Bible. And so pray with us about that. And I shared my burden, my heart for that, and the people rallied to that. And I'm so excited about what God is going to do on our behalf. And if you would like to be a part of the giving towards that, please feel free to visit BibleTracksInc.org to make a donation. But that's not where I was going. I was at this church, and at the conclusion of the service, a little girl came up to me and passed me a note. Now, she couldn't have been more than five or six or seven or eight, and not too much longer later, I got a note from her sister and her brother, and they're probably all in that age group there between five and ten years old, and just the most precious little notes, handwritten by them, and as best I could, I, I made out the, the writing there, and just the sweetest, sweetest notes there. I will say this, I want to thank the parents of those children for encouraging them, those children, to be an encouragement to me. I am nothing, but I am so privileged to serve God. And in my role as an evangelist, I have the opportunity to go to so many churches. And it really, it really is so uplifting and so encouraging to see little children be led in the admonition of the Lord and to be an encouragement to a man such as myself. And that really does mean so much. And to those little people... Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to treasure those notes. They mean so very much to me. Let me encourage you, as you have the opportunity, encourage those around you. Now, I'd like to share with you, if I can, to my shame, in all sincerity, I'm ashamed to share with you a recent failure of mine. It doesn't bring me joy to recollect this account, this anecdote, but I will share it just as a teaching point because I believe my transparency, and if I can use a buzzword, the authenticity of this story might be a help to you as well. I had the chance to help out with the production of a virtual conference recently, and some great preaching went on, and because of the circumstances of the world and things, it went out via Facebook and YouTube and all these different uh, avenues, and many people watched and listened, and I got to be some behind-the-scenes help, and then even mentioned Bible Tracks Incorporated, our ministry on the broadcast, and the folks, the hosts, were very kind to allow me to do that, but at the conclusion of the evening, it was very late, I say very late, 9.30 or so, and it was time to head back to the hotel, and I was looking around for somewhere to eat, and I've had my fill, to be honest, of different 
chain fast food restaurants. You can take the Wendy's and the McDonald's and all of these different ones. I like the hole in the wall places, the mom and pop shops. And when I have to, I'll go to the Burger Kings and I'll go to uh, the Dairy Queens and I'll go to those if I have to. But I love to find a place that I can just get something unusual or unique to a particular area. And so on this evening, I was driving and I saw none other than a taco truck pulled up at a gas station. And I was thinking, you know what would be good? A burrito right about now. And so I was thinking that and I felt the Lord leading me. I say this somewhat tongue in cheek, but I felt the leading of the Lord to go to that taco truck. I needed to get gas anyway. And so I pulled into that gas station and walked over to that taco truck and I ordered the burrito. And while I was waiting for it there, I was just minding my own business, finishing up, filling up the gas pump. I shut it off, paid for my food, I walked away, got in my car, and as I was pulling out, I realized something. You know what was missing from that account, from that story? You got it right. A gospel tract. I did not leave a gospel tract with the cashier of the taco truck. In my haste to get my food and get everything paid for and kind of unfamiliar circumstances and a somewhat um, unusual part of town that I was in and driving through and just try, trying to be aware of my surroundings, the one thing, the most important thing that I was not aware of was the gospel. Honestly, I still feel ashamed thinking about that. But you know what made me dwell on? The thought that because I had been at this conference all day long, I had not interacted with anyone for the gospel's sake the entire day. Now remember, it's now 9.45, almost 10 p.m. at night. And I was thinking, Father God, I cannot lay my head on the pillow today without interacting with somebody for the gospel's sake. As I was pulling into the hotel, there was a man standing outside. And as you would know it, he was actually smoking. Now, I don't agree or feel the need to promote smoking. I don't think it's wise, biblically or health-wise. But you know what I took that as? An opportunity. I pulled in there, walked up to the gentleman as I was walking to the door of the hotel and said, Sir, may I leave you with something to read while you're out here on a break? And he said, Sure. I struck up a conversation, very short. But I had the opportunity to leave a gospel witness with him. Friend, let's be intentional about the gospel. We're going to launch back into our interview with Pastor Joey Watt right now. Don't go anywhere. Listen in as we talk about using gospel tracks. Really, they're just a tool. They're just a conduit. And really, it's about using the right tool at the right time. And the illustration I often use is we have a tract entitled Peace in Terminal Illness. That might not be the right tract for all the time. That might not be the one you leave with a cashier at Walmart, unless the Lord pricks your heart about that. But at the right time, I was talking to another one of the board members, his wife, actually, Pastor Crane, and uh, his wife came and said, that track you mentioned, Peace and Terminal Illness, I was at their church recently. She said, I have a good friend and neighbor that's on hospice. They don't expect him to last much longer. Could I have one of those tracks? And so for that specific circumstance, that's perfect. For Gail Adair, we produced a, a custom track um, about traveling, about being on the bus, and he wrote it himself. Of course, we made the design work with that. And because it's in the hands of someone that, that's going to use it the right way, it has great effect. And so we're excited to see that and people that have a heart for those types of things. It really has. And this may be an extreme story, but it's a true story. 
we meet at his apartment nearly every Friday morning for prayer. We have a group in our church called Everlasting Nation Fellowship, and we're praying especially for Jewish people and for Jewish missionary organizations. We had just sat down, oh, three, four weeks, maybe five or six weeks ago now, but we had just sat down to pray, and we heard a loud bang outside his apartment window and got up and looked out, and there was a terrible car crash uh, outside, and so we ran out there. A lady, 34-year-old lady, had been ejected from the car, and we found her body. She passed away, found her body in the yard right outside his apartment. I went over with uh, some of the people that gathered around, and one of the ladies was giving CPR to this lady who had been deceased, and uh, Gail had his Bible tracts, and I'm out to people mm -hmm. all around there. And uh, that's that's a part of his heart of ministry right. and reaching people, and in those circumstances, you can engage people in a lengthy conversation, but you can put something in their hands that they can carry away. When I go through the drive-through at McDonald's, I'll say, now slip this in your pocket and read it when you get home. I don't want you to get right. fired for reading it on the job. Right. And hopefully they do. A, a mutual friend of ours, Evangelist Byron Fox, has a saying, goes like this. Do you, it's a rhetorical question. Do you know the kind of people that use gospel tracts? the kind of people that carry gospel tracts. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have them on you, you can't pass them out. And so I will say this, practically speaking, those of you that are listening right now and you don't have gospel tracts with you, you need to visit BibleTracksInc.org because at this precise moment, you're left without an excuse because we will print them and ship them to you, our listener, completely free of charge. That's BibleTracksInc.org. Now for me, Brother Watt, you know, many times when I'm wearing a suit coat, it's very easy because I have all these extra pockets and things. But oftentimes when I'm wearing just a normal pair of slacks or jeans or what have you, I'm, I'm always struggling to find where do I put these gospel tracks? And I've been thinking about it, beating my head against the wall. I have them all stashed all over the car and things. So when I'm in the car, I'm fine. I was trying to figure out where can I put these gospel tracks? And I really don't want them to get all dog-eared and all bent up. And so I'm just giving this as a practical application point for those that are listening. I was thinking, I was looking at my phone for a second. I said, you know, it's kind of sad. Number one, this was convicting. I always have my phone with me, but I don't always have gospel tracks. And then I was thinking, well, how about we kill two birds with one stone? I have this case on my phone that comes off very easily. And so I took a couple and they were actually the charge it, the uh, charge tracks, very small, about the size of a business card. I have a larger phone. And so I took that case off. I just put two or three of them right behind my phone and closed the case right on top. Now I try to carry other gospel tracks with me throughout the day regardless, but if I'm ever in a situation, I, I don't know. 99 times out of 100, I will have my phone on me. So therefore, right now, I'm always going to have gospel tracks on me. And so for me, that works for me. But for our listeners, if I can tell you this, your impact for Christ is often only inhibited by your imagination. So think about the options that you have available to you. Brother, Brother Gail Adair, his first thought was not to uh, even maybe not even call 911. His first thought was somebody needs the gospel track. And I so appreciate people like that. And really, how much different would our nation, would our country be if that was the Christian's immediate thought? Amen. And I would add to what you said about ordering tracks from the website in the last year. The ease of doing that has really improved. I, uh, I used to call on the telephone and say, could I get 250 of this tract or something else? But now it's a very easy matter to go to Bible Tracks, Inc., and uh, dot org org yes and uh, they've got a picture of the tracks they've got an easy order form and I'm not 
I'm not the world's best online shopper, but I've learned to use that. And it's very helpful and very simple. We, we appreciate that. And that, that is for a lot of folks that are a little trepidatious. And I myself, you go to a website and sometimes it's, it's next to impossible. All I want to do is order this one thing. And sometimes it makes it difficult. And that's been a goal of ours with free tracks. We're trying to make it as quick and seamless as possible. And for those that are listening, when we say free, we mean F-R-E-E, free. You don't even have to put in your credit card information. You can order those. Don't have to put any information in besides your address so that we can send those to you. And so if you would, please take advantage of that. It's amazing to hear of the testimony and, and whether it dare sent me uh, about two or three pages, all handwritten there with some stories of gospel tracts and how they've been used. And that's such a blessing to, blessing to see. It truly is a blessing to serve God alongside people just like you. Make sure to tune in tomorrow and Friday as we conclude our interview with Pastor Joy Watt. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.